Hey, this is Troy Baker. And Nolan North. And you're listening to My, My Xbox, Xbox and, and me. me. Hey, we did that together. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 138. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the beast from the Northeast, Gary. How are you? Oh. <laughs> Every time with the raw, really? I guess. I guess I'm making it my thing. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see if it becomes a thing or not. Yeah. Uh, how are you? Yeah, you. So I'm cracking on, surviving, uh, doing yeah, well, playing yeah. video games. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in this weird, like, okay, so I got sick after E3. After, again, I need to quickly, before we start, thank you, everybody, that checked out uh, any of my live coverage over E3. We had such solid numbers. Um, the live reactions, the post-show reactions, uh, the pre-shows, Everything was perfect. It was brilliant. Tons of people in there chatting. Thank you, anyone who took the time out to watch the shows with me. If you were new to it, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Would love to hear your opinions. Um, again, we'll give a shout out to Snowbike Mike, who was on the last episode of My Xbox and Me. Um, missed the meeting with Snowbike Mike yesterday, so I want to give a, a, a apologies also on this episode oh, no. to Snowbike Mike. Fell asleep. Gary, I was, I was in bed. I was watching Queer Eye, which is that show on uh, oh, yeah. Netflix yeah. where they like do people up and stuff. And uh, I, for some reason, I do this thing where if I'm not interested, I'll just turn over. So I was, I turn over and I usually play on my Switch, but I didn't this time. I just put the Switch on the side and just went to sleep. I was like, I'm there. I'm done, Haley. I don't like this episode. Sometimes <laughs> they're a bit much for me. Sometimes they get a bit much where I'm like, come on. This is too much for me. This one was an episode, the first episode of season two. They were doing up a church. It was a bit much. It was way too sappy. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So, sorry, Snowbite Mike. Totally fell asleep. Still need to speak to you. But what the point I was trying to get at there was, um, anyone who did hear Snowbite Mike uh, on the newest episode, what did you think of him? A lot of people had uh, opinions in Twitch chat, how much they loved him and stuff. I want honest feedback. My Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Honest feedback i won't read all of it on the show because it's some of it doesn't need to be on the show but i want there to be some feedback from both of us so please give it to me gary yes should we uh where, where are we at well i feel like i haven't done this show in forever it, it seems it, weird it, yeah we're a bit a bit rusty well i'm not rusty but i'm just sort of i'm ill still so i'm part of this is what i was saying i'm so i'm, I'm over i've got like an e3 hangover where like E3 was so good, so much happened, so much, so much hype. I streamed for like 50 hours in three days, had no sleep, and then got sick. And then I got sick, and it absolutely just took me out of action for the whole week. So I've been playing a little bit here and there, but nothing too major. But we can we can do what what we always do, which is this is my Xbox and me, our weekly. My Xbox and me uh, Xbox show. Uh, if you want it early, you can head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Uh, the audio is three dollars, the video is four. There are other perks and goodies like shout outs on other shows and stuff like that. You should go check it out, is what literally keeps the lights on here. I am officially, I've uh, officially removing ads from all of my YouTube videos. Um, mm. So I'm going to just be literally the only way to support me financially will be through patreon or donations or subs from twitch and stuff like that but that's a whole different thing i'm just gonna get rid of ads um i won't monetize my videos on youtube anymore so fair enough something that i'm i was i've been talking about for a while deciding what i'm gonna do um i'm already not eligible for monetization anyway 
Um, so I was like, why am I going to keep running ads on stuff that I don't really care about? Exactly, Maybe that will right. change again. Maybe, I don't know. But right now, <laughs> I think that's that's the plan of action to not monetize on YouTube. Um, Gary, what's in your box? What have you been playing this week? Lots of small games or indie games. Okay. Some of them like... aren't that small. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the main one was probably Unravel 2. Uh, thanks, EA, for, for releasing that. So you played it? Interesting. I played it. Yeah. Ah, you played it solo? Uh, yes. I tried a little bit of co-op, um, but okay. played through, through the whole game solo. So, Oh, so you finished it? Yeah, oh, yeah, I finished it. What did you think? Uh, very good. Um, I really okay. enjoyed it. I like the first one. It's not a massive change from the first one in terms of sort of like you don't get any new moves or abilities really okay. in this one. The big difference is the fact that there's a second character, um, yeah. which does like add depth to the puzzles to the like yeah the puzzles and stuff yeah. like that so like when you you know like did you play the first one i played i played the first three levels of the first one i believe right. so like if you're so, doing a puzzle where you're, you're swinging yeah. or you're climbing up something when mm-hmm. you're doing that it's like in the first one it was always from like a fixed point because you always had like this time you can do it where the other character is just like holding the, the thread because you're attached Got uh, so it's like having a mobile anchor point makes the puzzles a lot more dynamic um, Got it. And I had a lot of fun with it. Overall, good game. Really Overall, nice. a good game. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you can customize the the yarnies now and like change the heads and their eyes and the colors and stuff. The, cool. My biggest thing about that game when they showed it was they showed Unravel two, and then like the the second part of the Unravel at the bottom should have been blue because it was red and blue. Yeah. I didn't get why that it was all red. I was like, well, well. So okay, you play for it because I know there's people out there that were, especially in my chat when we were talking, um, were a little bit upset that this was a multi a co-op game. Like it looks like a majority co-op game, but you're you're saying it's you not, play for it so, solo. Yeah. Is it more like a brothers type situation? Sort of, yeah. So what you do is you 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 have the two characters. Um, you don't have to move them independently of each other if you don't want to. When you're just traveling or moving around the world, you can you can just run up to like one with the other, and you just hold, push a button. And like you, you pick them up, and like you just run through like as one character. It's only when you need two characters that you have the two um, characters separate, and you just switch backwards and forwards between them. It's 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 quite slick. Um, it never really caused me a problem, and there was never a point in the game where I was like, "Damn, I really wish I had someone else to to be playing this to other this. character." It's like it was always it was always fine. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the challenge levels as well, though, because they're new yeah, um, in Unravel 2. So, like, Unravel and Unravel 2, like, the stories, they're not that difficult. Um, you yeah. have to think about what you're doing, but you don't really, you're never really, like, massively challenged. Whereas, like, now you get these optional side levels. I think there's, like, 20 of them in the game that are just super yeah. difficult, massive brain teasers, or they require, like, super reflexes. Um, or stuff like that. That was so good. Okay. They're so much fun. They're fun, yeah. Yeah, if you like, if you like a challenge, if you like rage-inducing, snapping a controller in half. <laughs> that's a no. Big no yeah. from MC Fix. Like, that's a big no. No, thank you. No, thank you. It's good that um, they didn't put that in the main game, though. <laughs> cool. Um. So yes, people should buy this. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. If you like to unravel, buy it. If you're on the fence and you've got EA access, uh, you can get like the first level or two for trial. Um, Try it out. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, What did you did you like? Because we haven't really spoke about 
E3. This show, we've got news, don't get me wrong. We might not get to the news. I'll decide later. Because um, we haven't really spoke about anything other than Xbox. We didn't speak... You wasn't on uh, the From the Gamers podcast, which is the new podcast that I've done uh, for multi-platform. So it talks about PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox, everything. Uh, PC. Uh, not mobile, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm playing a couple of mobile games, so maybe, maybe. Maybe. I'm playing Pokemon Quest at the moment, but that's not for here on the air. So if you want to hear my thoughts on other things other than Xbox, youtube.com slash mcfixer, uh, or on podcast services, SoundCloud, iTunes, from the gamers. Um, which, now I say the name, it sounds way better than when I first thought of it, I'll be honest with you. It's a good name. Um, yeah, so what did you think overall for everybody? Like, EA, did you like EA show in the, in the end, or not really? Not really, it was fine. It wasn't great, but... I always see EA as like a warm up. Like they're like the warm up act to the rest of E3. Well, because whereas... they're not actually part of E3. They're, yeah, they do yeah, their yeah. own thing a day before. So. Exactly. I mean, um, yeah. yeah, their show was good. I liked Unravel. I liked the uh, the other indie game they showed um, where they got that woman out on stage. I can't remember yeah, the name of it at yeah, the moment. I don't remember what it's called. No. But um, I th- the, the only really like missteps was uh, was really the anthem reveal at the end, which was just like shockingly devoid of information considering it was half an hour long. You didn't like that. I did not like that. See, I liked the I liked the presentation of it. I just didn't like the fact that they literally phoned in. They Andrea, who's a huge Bioware fan, who's a excited for Anthem, wasn't allowed to ask the questions that she actually. Oh, one hundred percent. It was tell. definitely it was not Andrea's so, fault, but yeah, like yeah. just it, the presentation and the way they did it was fine. Like it would have been fine if they had bothered to like care because it almost felt like they didn't really care that like what was going on and like you could look at the footage of it as well and like yeah. it was the same like little bit on repeat and then like it was concept art and it was just like yeah. i need to know more about this game and i'm not really getting anything fair enough well there's a ton of news that has just come out about that i didn't even include it in this week's show um Ooh. there there was the anthem ama done on the on reddit and ign have got a brilliant article up it's like 105 new pieces of news about anthem i couldn't fit it in on this show i was going to include it on the news just to let you guys know to go and check it out you've got to go check it out i read through it this morning so they didn't just do that e3 it was it was much it was a lot so um what's in your box back to that though what what else have you been playing uh, Vampire. Um, oh, okay. I can't remember yeah. if I talked about this on the last podcast. No, you haven't. Um, it's very boring. It's a very boring game. Um, the wow. combat's not great. Um, the which I kind of figured like from seeing it at like E3s and like seeing like trailers and demos and stuff. Yeah. I was figured the combat wouldn't be great, uh, and it's not. But nothing else is really that great either. Like it's got this really interesting premise. That sucks. I know. Um, I was really yeah. looking forward to this, where it's like all the NPCs like matter in the game. Like if yeah. you, you you like learn about them, and they've all got secrets and stories and stuff that you can find out. And yeah. if you like start killing them, like they've got relationships with each other, so it'll, like start affecting the the different districts in London. And it's all really really cool sounding stuff in theory, but in practice, yeah. the, most of them are really really boring characters. Boring. <laughs> like, and the main character it- is incredibly boring. Correct me if I'm wrong. Not played the game, only seen things, so don't have like a, a strong opinion on it either way. But it re- it's definitely double A, not triple A. Right? It's definitely double A, not triple A. It's not. It's it's made by Don't Know. It's published by Focus Home, so it's in that sort yeah. of in between space, for sure. So I was expecting. So have you finished the game? No, I haven't finished the game yet. Okay, how far in are you? Uh, about ten plus hours, probably about halfway. Okay, so my thoughts from what I've seen. 
episode four is and like i say don't nod i love their life is strange stuff um so i'm like i'm expecting a really good story am i getting that no I don't no know. no Ooh. like it's been i'm about halfway through the game um and th- th- like i was streaming it the other night and i was asking chat i was i was sitting there going why why like what's going on like in the story like why do i care about anything that's going on like in the story and it's like i don't like i'm just playing this game because i'm on a stream and it's like i can't end the stream after like half an hour um (laughs) i mean i can but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna (laughs) like there's a major twist halfway through the game which was just like i'd been sitting there saying like calling out like the entire time i've been playing the game and then when it finally happened it was like okay right great twists are hard though for me because uh, no spoilers for a way out but i didn't see the way out things happen oh yeah so, but then people did, oh, and I was God. like, yeah. "Oh, I'm glad you did, but I, I personally didn't." And then when you go back again, you're like, "Oh yeah, that's, yeah, it's that's, so that's yeah, happens. obviously." But um, no, I mean, it, the problem with yeah. the twist is, is like, it's a big plot point that could change the entire story of the game. But then they, they kind of shuffle it off. It's, it's done as soon as it happens. It's then finished. Oh, and okay. then it has no bearing on the rest of the story. And it's just like, all right, what was the point of that? <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I find myself, that's that's the question I find myself asking when I'm playing vampires. Like, what was the point? What was the point? <laughs> yeah, you never you never want that in your in your games. No, yeah. What is the point? Uh, anything else that we're missing? Uh, a couple of indie games. Um, I'll talk about Wizard of Legend. I was literally just playing it before I uh, we did this podcast. It's like a top down action RPG roguelike game where you go into dungeons and you you grind out uh, against like against enemies to get a gem so you can buy better stuff so that you can get more powerful and get further in the dungeon it's a lot of fun but i've only played it for like an hour so okay so more on that from next week yeah definitely um me what have i played i played fortnite so i'm i'm back back in the fortnite Fortnite. not really if i'm honest with you um i've been playing it on switch again so and everyone's crap on switch which is brilliant because then like i'm not good but i'm not bad so i can get to like the last 10 sort of thing every time which is fun but then i go and play it on xbox and i'm just getting absolutely annihilated and i played yesterday for about an hour and i was like maybe i'm done again and i don't want to be because i actually want to get good again but then i've i've now learned that i'm bad at all games again i go through this these ebbs and flows where it's i'm now bad at rainbow again i'm now bad at um PUBG again i'm now bad at fortnite again yeah because it's just one of those things i just like if i don't play these games like over and over and over and over again you just i get bad at them it's the same with fifa i play fifa and i'm just like wow i'm not good at fifa and then i played fifa regularly i'm like oh i'm decent do you know what i mean it's weird it's a curse of like doing this like streaming and reviewing games and stuff it's like you play so many games and you go back to one it's like oh my god i've forgotten how to play this game <laughs> well speaking of that i played fallout yesterday as well for about oh wow, really um, on stream yeah because i've got the dlc just never got around to it um and I couldn't remember how to open the map. I couldn't remember how to do anything. I'm tapping all the buttons. I'm. I've literally. I literally. With, I started with the Vault Tech one, which I shouldn't have done that because it's just building a vault. And I'm like, I don't want to build a vault. And it's like, <laughs> oh god. But then I'm shooting things, and my guns are not that powerful. I'm like, wait. I swear this was the best gun when I left. Yeah. And now I come back, and it's like, oh, I just. So I li- and literally at the end of the stream, I literally put all of my stuff in the box. I was like, next time we come on, we are going to sort through everything. So I know what my loadouts are. I know what the buttons are. And then I'm going to go and do the Far Harbor deal. Uh, Far Harbor deal. So. That makes sense. So, yeah. That makes sense. Reorient yourself a, in the game. Yeah. 
super <clears> painful <throat> super painful um other than that i played some resident evil remake which we'll Ooh. talk about something else very very soon because i didn't get to geek out about it on this show just on another one on the from the gamers one. one so um yeah played resident evil 2 uh, resident evil 1 remake um yesterday the day before I did, it, I did it in two scenes i could have done it in one did it in four hours that's my best speed nice. run ever but i was following a guide so right. I was trying to get it in under three hours because the guy did it under three hours. I did it in four hours and seven minutes. All right, um, it's not that bad. It's so I'm not. Down. It weren't bad at all. Which, which, if I would have, I, I think the thing I did, there was a few things I did wrong. Which I did it on normal. Which I should try and do that on easy. If you speed run, I think yeah, definitely. If I'm speed for that achievement specifically, I think I need to do it on easy just for that achievement. And I could have, I had so much shotgun ammo, magnum ammo, and um, grenade launcher ammo. <laughs> I just didn't use because I was scared that I was going to get to certain yeah. points. And I was like, because I didn't remember the game. And then I remembered it. And I was like, oh, this game on easy and normal is easy and normal. Yeah. It's only on hard where the game is ridiculously hard. So, yeah, so I've been playing that. Um, I'll announce it here real quickly. I'm very lucky. I'm going to a Capcom event tonight. Um, if you're there at Logan <laughs> Bar uh, to go and play uh, Mega Man 11, Street Fighter versus like, whatever this new Street Fighter game is. Is it 5? Um, uh, yes. With Cody. Um, and I'm going to be playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. So expect videos up on the YouTube.com I mean, no, slash MC Fixer channel. Don't get me wrong. Happy for you, like you're doing that. Uh -huh. You're a fucking bastard, and I hear you. <laughs> I'm not really a bastard. If you lived in London, you'd be coming with me, but you I don't. don't want to play those games. <laughs> don't live in the middle of nowhere. It's not the middle of nowhere. It's the top of nowhere. <laughs> don't live in the top of nowhere. That's your uh, problem. Come and move to London. I'm telling everyone, just move to London. Move everyone, to just London. come. Just come. Everyone hates London, so it's never going to happen. So. I don't. Um, yeah. Beyond that, anything else you played? Um, no, not even like no. Overwatch or anything like that. No, I didn't play any of it. I think I played it for like 20 minutes yesterday and then I was like, no, I don't yeah. want to do this. Nah. <laughs> not in the mood. Well, let's move on to the topic of the show then this week, Gary. Yes, this week's topic so. of the show is an interesting one, actually. I posted it on a Reddit. Cause I don't really use Reddit like to post things because I just post it on the My Xbox and Me Facebook group. I was like, oh, do you know what? I got this one early enough. I posted this on the uh, Reddit and it went to the top of the Reddit page. Yeah. So my Reddit blew up. I was like, why couldn't this be one of my videos? But, you know, I'll take it either way. Top of the Reddit page. Yeah. Maybe people are oh, like boy. me on Reddit because they hate me. Um, but <laughs> Microsoft it, says it's no longer planning to support VR on Xbox. Uh, Microsoft have completely pulled plans on uh, bringing virtual support to the Xbox. In an interview with GameIndustry.biz, uh, Microsoft's chief marketing officer of gaming, Michael Nichol Nichols, no, Nichols, yeah, said that we, quote, we don't have any plans specific uh, to Xbox consoles in virtual reality or mixed reality. Nichols goes on to, uh, to say that PC, quote, probably the best platform, end quote, for virtual and mixed reality and that Xbox, quote, our focus is primarily on the experiences you will play on your TV, end quote. Gary, what do you make of this? Um... There's a lot. There's like a few different bits to actually unpack in there. Um, there is. They're not focusing on mixed reality, so I guess that Hololens demo was all flash and no. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think it was. Um, look what we have. This is really cool. Which yeah, number one, it was 100%. really cool, and they do have it. Um, but 
I think I remember the Hololens when it first when it come out. It's like three thousand. Oh, like it was thousands. Upon it's like three thousand pounds. It's like yeah. no like one a, can afford that. The business yeah. release or the first release is always like yeah. super expensive in tech. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not but, surprised by this at all. No, but the big one is obviously VR. I um right now PS PS VR is having like a huge sale on it right now. Um, I think it's like two hundred pounds. You get a PlayStation camera with it. In some bundles, you can get Move controllers, and I keep getting ready to do it i keep just getting i want it i do want it i do want it i've no i've i mean when we and Haley first saw vr we were blown away i played on psvr i played on oculus um and i played on samsung gear i played on them all um samsung gear being my favorite of the of the three um if samsung gear is it gear or is it gear samsung? samsung gear VR. Is that like the top top one? Oh, blah. oh no, that's the mobile one. The HTC Vive. No, the, the not top, the mobile one. one. It's was gonna, HTC yeah, Vive. Vibe. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, HTC Vive was my favorite. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, that was like a really game changing experience for me. Um, yeah. All I've heard from people that own PSVR though is complaints. Really? Is that they don't they like it? But they don't like setting it up. They like it, but it just sits on their side. They like it. It's too many hoops to jump through to actually use the damn thing. This is the problem um, with uh, with us doing an Xbox podcast. If you if you if I'd been talking about PSVR, I wouldn't have been just complaining. <laughs> well, good thing this is an Xbox show. Yeah. To bring it back, god damn it. Um, so I've always wanted to jump into VR, and I was really like waiting and waiting, and hoping and hoping that Xbox would finally get there. Um, I'm not super let down by this but i feel like this is just another thing sony has over its competitor it has sales it has a number of other things doesn't have crossplay it has a number of other things but this is where like the the when the exclusive raz happen between fanboys it's like well this just adds a ton of exclusives so i don't know i'm 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 if Microsoft don't believe in it, I'm glad they're not doing it, number one, because it means they're not going to waste my time and my money um, on something they're not going to support, they don't care about, it's just tacked on, which we've seen a light support by Sony so far on their VR. I wouldn't want that. I would want, like, all-in. I would want, like, a Gears of War experience, a Halo experience, um, a, a Conquer experience. I'm chatting crap. Con- Conquer, Conquer and Gears. Gear would be pretty interesting. Um, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, would, I would want the first-party experiences, <laughs> which is something that Sony have not offered. They haven't offered <laughs> Uncharted and stuff like that. But where do you fall? Are you upset that Xbox are not doing VR on the Xbox? No, nah, not really. I mean, I wasn't surprised. I never thought they would do VR on the Xbox. Um, but Todd Howard said it. <laughs> Todd Howard says a lot of things. He does. Todd Howard. Does. Todd Howard at E3 just gone took the piss out of himself because they constantly announced Skyrim and then fucking released and like talked about the next Elder Scrolls game coming on mobile. Like, <laughs> like Todd all, Howard all says a lot of things, happened. but. No, I mean, like, I'm not just... But I have a PSVR, and uh, my friend has an HTC Vive, so kind of, like, I get my fill of VR games, and I don't know what Microsoft would really bring to the table for their Xbox, like, for their exclusive stuff. Because they're probably not going to do, like, a Gears experience and a Halo experience and, like, make Sea of Thieves in VR, stuff like that would be really cool, but... Even saying that, I don't think I actually do want experiences. I want games. 100%. Yeah, that's so the I'm thing. You've got to say experience. What I'm saying. I want a Gears experience. No, I don't. I want a Gears game. Yeah. I want Gears of War tactics and I can put the people down and 
but even that, I don't know if I could do that for hours on end. So, um, it depends a lot. Like I've heard people talk about like they can only play VR for a certain amount of time. Like I've never really had that problem, other than yeah. when I'm playing something like Super Hot and it's like super fucking. <laughs> like physical <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> i can only do this for a couple of hours but that's just because i've yeah. collapsed from exhaustion but um yeah, that's just because of how unfit we all are <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. like it's, it's, but i mean like things like super hot and star trek bridge crew and stuff they're some of my favorite gaming experiences ever just because they're in vr like i, I do take issue with the the pc is probably the best part platform it probably is in the same way that it's the best platform to play games in general Everything. just because it's yeah. the most powerful but like there's a lot more that goes into the being the best platform um yeah, like totally psvr has right. got the advantage in the fact that it's cheaper than the pc versions it's a lot easier to set up um and you don't need to worry about like system specs and system requirements you just plug it yeah. in your playstation and you go well you plug totally. it in your playstation and then into the tv and then it is a bit of a bitch to set up at first but <laughs> yeah i've heard i've heard that's been like people's biggest gripes is it, it's just a pain to set up i think vr will take off a bit more when they figure out how to do wireless vr headsets yeah well that's what um i HTC are working on on one is it Oc- i think they're both probably everyone probably is probably um again this, uh, yeah, so if you want to fit up, oh, God, Jesus Christ, I just had a, ma- a blah, 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 blah. brain just, blah, blah, blah. Um, if you have any thoughts on that, email them, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what you guys think about Xbox no longer supporting or having plans to support VR on the Xbox One. Let's hear from our ad this week, and it says, hi guys, my name is Mike Lynch. I stream as much as I can, but I am a student and finals are a thing. They're not anymore. He's a liar. I don't have a schedule, but follow me on Twitter at MikeLynch8645 to stay up to date with me and the stream. Gary, coming soon segment. What you got for Yo, me? everything on the coming soon segment is coming out on June 26th. Like, for the next oh. week, there's one day okay. for Xbox. Um, okay. And to be honest, like, it's nothing that we don't know what it is. Like, you don't, you know what every, all of this is. Cool. So on June 26th, Near Automata becomes God's Edition. Tempted. It's super a very, very fucking good game. Um, I'm super, super poor right now, though. Oh. Going to this Capcom event, I looked at my bank stats like, <gasps> train tickets and drinks. Oh, God. I shouldn't go. I shouldn't go, but I have to. You, don't need, you, don't, need tra- no you don't need drinks. Just drink in the Resident Evil. Like, get intoxicated on. You don't, see, this is, this is where you've not learned. This is where you've not learned about how you get to mingle with people. <laughs> if you're the weirdo not drinking at these events, no one wants to talk to you. Learn that the hard way. So you've got to be drinking. You've got to be mixing. You've got to be schmoozing. Trust me. I mean, I drink Coke. I don't drink alcohol. Like I said, you've got to be schmoozing. <laughs> I've never been about that life. Anyway, also coming out on June 26th, The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. Uh, which this is a big one which is the don't know it's the life is strange not season two but so that's the 20 that's actually i'll do a quick news story real quickly uh that's actually not the 26th they've moved it up to the 25th oh just so everyone's aware okay so it comes out on june 25th um, <laughs> yes it comes out the 25th now for some reason um yeah it comes out the 26th in australia the 25th in north america and the 25th in europe the Fair prequel enough. to the life is strange sequel uh game so yeah uh also we have the diablo 3 eternal collection and the far cry 3 classic edition which are both just re-releases of games that you can already get on xbox bundled with all the dlc and mm-hmm. lumens remasters is coming out on june 26th yeah yeah so 
if I was going to pick one, I'd pick Nier to pick up. 100%. Um, obviously, and Captain Spirit because it's free. Uh, Captain Spirit is free. So um, I'd definitely be getting that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing too crazy coming out this week. Uh, no, God. no, it's summer, so it's, it's quiet. It's this weird one where I'm like, I really want new games, but a part of me really doesn't want new games as well because it means I've got to work a lot. Yeah, 100%. So, Look, just wait till we get to October. Coming soon segment's going to take over the whole oh bloody show. God. Yeah, tell me about <laughs> Some of them are going to get pushed. I can feel it. Hope so. Let's jump into the news this week, Gary, Wee. anyway. And some big boy news has come out this week uh, about a little game called Resident Evil 2 Remake. Um, if you didn't see my reaction, head over to youtube.com slash mcfixer. It's currently my second best YouTube video ever um, when it comes to views, likes, comments, stuff like that. Um, I absolutely freaked the fuck out, yeah. as I'm sure you all expected. It's one of my best videos I've ever done, I think. And again, I think because of how organic it is, um, the reaction. Yeah. That, and I even woke Hayley up. I was just screaming. I was shouting. I, I just knew instantaneously. Mm-hmm. I knew. Same. Like, I was so, it was so far away. And I was just, I thought, I was like, again. If you want to hear my full thoughts on that, head over to youtube.com slash mcfixer. Um, like I say, uh, full in-depth thing on uh, from the gamers. So check that out, the Sony press conference part of that. But the news we got here is uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake's campaign will be streamlined uh, in the remake to avoid a sense of repetition. The original Resident Evil 2 campaign is getting... Uh, pared down for 2019's vision to make it more appealing to players of today. Uh, says producer Yoshika I'm going to just call him Yoshika I can't say it, I'm sorry I don't want to Yoshiaki Hirobayashi Yoshiaki? Alright. Wait, what's Hirobayashi? It's his surname Hirobayashi. Hirobayashi touched on how the original four different scenarios, Leon A, Leon Claire B, Claire A, Leon B, have uh, become two uh, more straightforward campaigns in an interview with Rely on Horror. There's a lot of quotes and stuff. I will maybe read them, but I've got a problem with this, and this is where my hype starts to go zoom. Resident Evil 2, the, the system that he's referring to is called Zapping. It's called the Zapping system, which what it meant was if you played the Resident Evil, when you played Leon A, it would affect what happened in Claire B and vice versa um, on the other side of that. So it means that the mo- the great moment that I actually fell in love with video games over, which is um, where Leon picks up, um, goes to a locker, and there is a, I believe it's... There's a bag again, and a, mach- a machine gun. It's a backpack gun. And, and a machine gun. And you have this choice where it's like, oh, you should leave one for Leon. And you're like, hell no, I'm not leaving one for uh, for Claire. Sorry, you should leave one for Claire. Hell no, I'm not leaving one for Claire. Why would I do that? Then you go through, you load up your save, you play through Claire B, and they're gone. And you're like, shit, <laughs> this is not good. Um, I'm all for the, 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 the not tracking back as much in Resident Evil 2 Remake, but the problem I have with that also is that's the heart of Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. It's a Metroidvania-like game where you track back, you get your keys, you do you do the puzzles, and that's something Resident Evil 7 never had. And if you've seen any of the gameplay, not much anyway, if you've seen any of the gameplay in Resident Evil 7, um, in, in Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 2 Remake, you can see that this is definitely, obviously it's on the RE engine, um, they have, it's so heavily inspired by Resident Evil 7, 
um, down to just little things with like the way they've changed the shutters. You now cut open the shutter door with a knife. It's just a lot of lot of inspiration from Seven, which has me worried because, as you all know, Resident Evil Seven, great game. Resident Evil Seven, not a good Resident Evil game, in my opinion. Um, so it's a hard one for me. It's a real hard one. I feel like it'd be really unfortunate for them to rip the soul out of this game where they've done such a great job with the lighting and the the the, the atmosphere so far i've watched everything yeah. and i've bro broke it down i've literally i'm sure some people have had it crash has had a go at me on a number of occasions and you've ruined this game for yourself already because i'm like oh that's where the shop's gonna be oh this is gonna be this i know all of it oh. um i really hope they don't rip what made resident evil 2 a fantastic game out of it which is the zapping system i can get over that as long as the game is then made kind of bigger i'm guessing because resident evil 2 not a huge game no no i think i finished it like a speed when i in, in my like brief dalliances with speedrunner i think i did like two hours at one one point. yeah but resident evil games are designed that way though yeah which is fine i've got no problems i think like i've if you watch um any speed run. It can be done two and a half hours. You can get it done. Some people can get it done in an hour. Stuff like that. If you know what you're doing. And that's literally skipping everything. Skipping all the files. Stuff like that. So it can be done. But if you're taking away the the the, the streamlining it so much. Is that then mean. So it then means you're going to miss out on huge chunks. Resident Evil 2 story already has a certain problem. Where you can miss. If you play as Leon. Play as Leon you can miss even meeting Sherry throughout like most of the game until the end and he's like oh hi like he's like sherry's just there and he knows who she is and like yeah no fucker you never <laughs> even met like what the fuck like don't get me wrong the game has problems so i hope they're gonna streamline it and make the story make a lot of sense in the way they're doing it and i still want the stories to cross paths i think the stories will still cross over like, um when you play like that because there's only two campaigns still there's still gonna be a leon yeah. campaign and a claire campaign i think it'll just cross over i think what they're doing is um the the best way I can sort of think to describe it, even though this probably isn't like wholly accurate, is one of the campaigns will be the A story from yeah. Resident Evil Two, and one of them will be the B story from Resident well, Evil Two. Leon will be A, Claire will be B. Yeah, it'll be that something makes, like that. It makes like, perfect sense. One of them will be fighting, you know, the tyrant. The other one will have the fucking Mister X guy that drops through the ceiling. Yeah. Um, have you seen the hat he's got on? No. Which is takes yeah, he's got the hat on, which takes inspiration from Resident Evil One Point Five, which was then scrapped. Yeah, I remember. Because that, that was meant to be two. Oh, dude, I get super nerdy with this shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> you do like a five-hour like Resident Evil breakdown. Dude, literally, I said to her, hey, that's like Joe. What I might just quit my Xbox and me and just become a Resident Evil YouTuber. Cool. Like, <laughs> just I'm Resident not going to. Don't get me wrong, I'm not going to. But yeah, I like. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited, Gary. How excited are you? Oh, I'm really, really excited. It. Like I saw the the trailer at E3 at, at PlayStation. I was like, you were freaked out, um, especially with the release date coming in January. And I was like, yes, we're getting Resident Evil 2 remake. It's coming out like in January. It's funny. Um, Haley's friend watched the reaction, and uh, she's not a gamer or anything like that. And uh, she was like, oh, he was super hyped when the release date came, but that's not for like another six months. And I was like, and Haley was like, yeah, you don't understand. Games are made. He's been waiting four years three years yep. for this like six months is nothing <laughs> no it's really not especially with everything between now and then it's like yeah we're gonna be we're gonna have enough between now and then to keep us busy exactly. <laughs> but mm -hmm. um definitely it was when i saw the gameplay i was watching the playstation live at e3 yeah. showcase thing. I watched yeah live, and i was yeah. like because it was like they've got resident evil 2 all oh, right they're just gonna sit and talk about talk about, talk it, about yeah. it and then they were like oh here we've got this guy he's playing it right now it's like what yeah i watched the director <laughs> play it yeah it's like 
and then oh my god it's, so yeah, good. it's like now, i've got a few gripes with it don't get me wrong i still think they showed on fixed camera angles i think they are going to take this game super action focused which has been my biggest gripe with other resident evil games Maybe, if i'm honest i'm not so sure i thought they were when they were talking about the over the shoulder camera because have you not look how much ammo he has already just in that demo yeah, which mm. i've got to imagine he's playing it on easy which means he's gonna get ammo which I've already decided I'm playing this game on the hardest difficulty. Because if I remember Resident Evil 2 correctly, if you play it on easy, you start with a butt ton of ammo in your inventory. You, you do. No, um, that's free. Free, you start with a ton of right. stuff. I mean, it might just be that it was the demo, so they just gave him ammo so he could show it off properly. I hope so. Um, I mean, there's like there was all sorts of cool stuff. Like It looks tense. Zombies look yes. hardcore. They don't look like yeah. e- easy to get past. They can follow you through doors. Like... <laughs> in yeah, different rooms it's like oh shit yeah. well, that used to be my getaway that's, so. yeah oh shit i'm surrounded i'll just run through this door like nope yeah. now nah, they're coming for you <laughs> no way not happening we better move on otherwise we're not gonna get through i mean we can talk about this for the rest of the I show know. but we probably shouldn't <laughs> yeah i've got things to do as well i've got to get out of it on time uh next one you've got is crackdown freeze original co-developer and serious creator series creator are no longer on the project so very okay. concerning um this this is a full on article over on Polygon. Go and check it out. I'm only going to read a tiny, tiny bit of it, which is a quote, which says, "Booty confirmed that Microsoft is no longer working with Jones on uh, Reagent Games on or Reagent Games on Crackdown 3. Quote: We're just working with Sumo Digital right now. End quote. Said Booty. Quote: That's our main development partner, and as you know, I'm sure. I'm sure you know any game has got a number of folks that come in to help us with content and some development, but Sumo's our main. Sumo is our main partner on Crackdown, end quote. So, you've got a few things going on here. Again, I implore you all to go read the article over on Polygon. Um, As someone who's not a huge um, Crackdown guy, this is sorted to me. I wasn't even going to put it in the show, but I thought I've got to. Um, big xbox new it? it does yeah it does nothing for me it doesn't matter to me i don't care but losing the, the, the series creator is like a huge thing so i'll be interested to see how this game turns out yeah, yeah. i'm really interested I mean, to see how it turns I'm out i'm more interested i'm waiting for like the jason schreier article from kotaku to find out what's been going on behind the scenes because it's been delayed like yeah. three times it was meant to come out like two years ago so mm-hmm. It's not coming out for another, for another, like, eight months. So I'm really, like, interested to see, like, to find out what went on behind the scenes. And this just adds fuel to that fire. Yeah. 100%. Does this worry you at all? Um, no, but I was never... Like, I liked the trailer they showed at E3 for Crackdown 3, but yeah, it was just too. because I think 90% of that was Terry Crews. So it's 100%. like, I'm, like the game itself, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, try, I'll play it and I'll go on with an open mind, but... Yeah. Some uh, quick Gears of War news. We've got a couple of little tidbits here. We've got Gears of War 5 will target 4K 60 FPS on the Xbox One X across all modes. Quote from Rod Ferguson says, Our target is always 60 FPS, and we believe with everything we've done, uh, the learning we've taken from Gears 4, and the optimization we'll be able to do beyond that. That's exactly where we're go- uh, that's exactly where we're going to be doing 60 FPS at 4K. The new tele- technology of this generation has been fantastic. End quote. Um, I'd expect that from a first party 60 yeah, 40. 100%. Um, as long as it fits the games, which it does, I think it does with Gears. Not sure about all modes. I don't think they'll hit it on nope. that. 
Um, but definitely story. On the single player, it should be, do- doable. It should yeah. be doable with the X. But um, And then the next quote we got here is from Rob Ferguson as well, talking about the PC, which, again, Gary, I, I've always been weird about PC and Xbox and my Xbox and me because I feel like Xbox is a console, but it's not anymore. And I feel like that's something we're going to have to transition into as a podcast, as as people of this show, that Xbox is now going to be a streaming platform, oh, is going to be there, on PC, it? is going to be it's going to be like a whole. So you are going to get a few more PC stories now uh, on this show, which we have here, which is quote having a great game, uh, game that we're building from the ground up for PC means players will be able to take advantage of all types of different PC optimization options. You can have, uh, you can have, you'll be able to make it. Uh, quite high uh it's still reasonably early but we can assure uh you to get 120 fps uh it's obviously going to be a matter of hardware that you're using to get that but it'll be able to scale up if you have hardware that can push it end quote Uh, i remember um reminded me of a story from egx when they were showing off gears 4 gears 4 a couple of years ago i just remember there was a huge line for the the, the the Xboxes and there was a small line for the PC so I was like I'll just play on PC yeah. I went around sat down broke it got moved to a different terminal broke that one <laughs> <laughs> so when you're saying like oh yeah it depends on the hardware yeah it really does um i can't wait for gears Awards. oh gears like, 5 seriously. i'm looking forward to it i can't wait uh, the next piece of news we got here that i've not wrote down is it is called gears 5 yeah. they have dropped the of war it's gears of war is the franchise and now they have different games in it so it's gears pop gears 5 gears tactics i think it's a smart idea we all call it gears anyway yeah, we all call so, gears 4 gears 4 yeah. so yeah it just makes yeah. sense like so it just makes sense so yeah gears 5 is now known as gears 5 not gears of war 5 can't wait just so we're all aware. for all three of those games, I can't wait. Even pop, the gears pop. <laughs> I love that reveal so much. I'm definitely going to try and play. A bit like, far. That was so cool. Um, next one we got is a huge one. We I alluded to earlier. Uh, Microsoft, uh, sorry, Minecraft on Nintendo Switch gets Xbox Live achievements and gamer score. What? Yep. Uh, the new version of Minecraft is out on Switch. Uh, features crossplay with Xbox One, Windows 10, VR, and mobile devices. Plus, the Mario, uh, the Super Mario mashup pack uh, is out. If you already own Minecraft on Xbox or Switch, uh, you can update to the new version for free, which I have done. Uh, brand new achievements, everything like that, which is I literally, me and Chris were mucking around, and he was like, let's play together, cool. He downloaded the new update, and he was in the alpha, so we couldn't actually play together. Oh. But... Um, I realized there was new achievements, and I was like, <laughs> I'm back. I'm back, You're baby. Minecraft streamer again. <laughs> That's, I'm back. Uh, Minecraft on any bedrock platform. Um, Minecraft on Nintendo Switch supports Xbox Live achievements, gamer scores, and this is probably the biggest addition because it's the first time the feature is available on a competing console. Yep. This is huge. This is big. This is huge. I remember them saying how it would work. Um, with being able to do the crossplay, was you would need a Microsoft account on the Switch, or like in your Minecraft yeah. thing. You have so. to log into it or something. Yeah, like so that. it makes it's sense that they would easily be able to put the achievements and the gamer <laughs> score over on the Switch because it's it's part of that ecosystem, not the Switch's ecosystem. Exactly. Um, yeah. But it's really, really, really fascinating that you know this has happened. Like you get you get Microsoft achievements and Microsoft gamer score if you're playing a Nintendo Switch. Like, all right, wow. Dope. <laughs> 
this is what I've wanted for ever. Yeah. Like, and I'm sure PlayStation fans would want that for trophies if they could have it. Oh, 100%. So, but they don't want to play with but, anyone but else. But they can't. So, <laughs> I fucking, I've been loving Twitter, Xbox, and Nintendo. <laughs> just like, oh, we should play together. Yeah. Let's build. Yay, friends. Yeah, friends. Just like, I, I put something on Twitter uh, yesterday saying that um, if, I was, if, if a mum come up to me today and asked me, what console should I buy my kid? I don't think in my conscious heart I could tell them to buy a PlayStation right now. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you're an idiot. Uh, 80 million sold. I went, yeah, but a mum doesn't know that. A mum just cares where her kid can play games. Her mum doesn't care about God uh, God of War. God of War. Doesn't care about Horizon Zero Dawn. Doesn't care about Detroit. Doesn't care about a single Last of Us. All these games that we care about doesn't care. They care about Fortnite and Minecraft. Where can you play with the most people on Fortnite and Minecraft? On a Switch or an Xbox or a PC? But I'm not going to switch to PC. I'm not a nerd. I'm not a nerd. Not a nerd. So I don't see why people were so like, oh my God, how dare you say that? And people, I love when people take things and they never read things properly. Yeah. It's like. Happens all the time, right? And then someone was like, someone put, when, when, (laughs) when wasn't Nintendo the place to suggest consoles to kids? I went, when they released the Wii U. Whoa. (laughs) Nobody bought a Wii U. (laughs) I did. I I did. Yeah. To be fair, it had some really good games. It was just a shit console. That's literally that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to skip this next one. The next one we got here is about a big update. We'll do that on next week's show. And if not, if you're in the preview, uh, go to Xbox Wire and check yeah. that one out because we're running out of time. Uh, a new Plants vs. Zombo- uh, Zombies Zombos. game is 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 in the works. Plants vs. Zombies. Like proper Plants um, vs. Zombies game. Apparently. Uh, no. W- wait. W- wait. What do you mean by proper? I mean like the, the tower defense style game. No. Get the fuck out of here. The original. It not be that. I hope it's not that. Wait, in an interview with EA Mo- uh, Motive, um, Jade Raymond confirms that Plants vs. Zombies' franchise is far from dead at the publisher. Quote, We're working on concepts, she continued. We have uh, a pillar... Pillars? Uh, for the game. But when it comes to the way we go about having them come to life and what we're going to prototype first, uh, we have the best... We have designers break out into groups with all the people on the team oh. not just the people in the design team or within the lead production or leadership missed, yeah. team production leadership and sorry brain fault and run brainstorms and everyone around these pillars so wow you took it one way i took it the other uh, to be fair now that i've actually heard and read the story pro- properly it sounds like it could be anything. Like it sounds like they could be like doing Plants vs Zombies three. It sounds like they could be doing Garden Warfare three. It sounds like they could be doing something completely new. It sounds like they could be doing all yeah, three I things. Just, I totally took this <laughs> as only Garden Warfare three. I mean, don't be right. I love that's Garden stupid Warfare of 3, me. But well, that was stupid of me. I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's like I dare I could just be the original game. <laughs> like it could be the sequel to the original series. I, I certainly hope not, but we'll see. I say it sounds like it could be something. Uh, Tower Defense is not for me. I don't like Tower Defense um, games, really. Oh, I'm not. Not for me. I'm not massively interested in a new core Plants vs. Zombies game. So I hope it's good. I hope you're all right. Let's hope. (laughs) Me too. Uh, Next up, this one put in especially for Stu and Gary. The Sims 4 new content is being planned for three years for the next three years sorry new content for the sims 4 is being planned for the next three years speaking to variety grant uh, roddick 
senior producer on The Sims 4 revealed that with The Sims seasons due for release this week, go on. Oh, I, I was were, yawning. I sorry. Were, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, my bad. Uh, released this week. He is already in meetings discussing content plans for the next three years of the game. So, cool. if you're interested in that, good for you. I literally have the base game. I don't have any of the other expansions. Have you not? So expensive. Not, does it not interest you? It does. It's they just, were on sale the other day. They're always on sale. Like, I just need to time it so that the sale happens when I have, you know, money. money. Yeah. That would help. That would probably help. <laughs> Um, next up is all about the avatar system, which is revamped Xbox avatar uh, editor set to launch. And it's already launched for insiders. Uh, at E3 2017, Xbox announced they would be reworking and upgrading their Xbox avatar system and focusing more on the customization and inclusion. Yesterday, not yesterday, Xbox Wire announced the update would officially go live for people in the alpha insider program. Um, on June 19th, so if you're in there, you can actually go and check that out. When the update goes live, insiders will be able to access the beta Xbox avatar editor via the Xbox Insider Hub inside content tab. Jesus Christ, that sounds like a lot of things to jump through. Yeah, man. Uh, once in the editor, you will be greeted by a new catalogue that has more... In- inclusive and included uh, a wide range of body types gender neutral clothing and including new appearances items accessories fingernails makeup limbs nose rings and moods uh, these items uh, and accessories can be fully customized as most features will be available to support over 16 million color options once your avatar is complete, you'll be able to take advantage of the new photo booth feature. Um, blah, 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 blah. Garrick, this is all amazing, yep. as you know. 100%. Big fan of avatars. But where was the game? I know. Why did they not drop this with a game? I know, right? Avatar party. Never happened. What was, what's going on? Like, come on, Microsoft. You just bought five new studios. This, <laughs> get one of them on it. Um, fucking Ninja Theory. Get, get Ninja on Theory. <laughs> Go work on Avatar Party, goddammit. That's what you do with studios, right? <laughs> you force them to do the things they don't want. That's what the old Microsoft did. That's what the old Microsoft did. Um, I'm so, This is amazing. I can't wait for Avatars to come back. But again, I say they are pointless unless you have something for us to do with them. True. So, True. It, it, in its current state, I'll mess around with it for like 20 minutes. And then that'll, that'll be it. I just won't bother. It's not even on my desktop anymore. There's no reason for me to care. Give up. Give up. Last piece of news this week, Gary. Fallout 76 beta will come to Xbox One first. Bethesda has revealed through an FAQ that Fallout 76 beta will have a timed exclusive release on the Xbox One before later heading to PlayStation 4 and PC. Fallout 76 doesn't yet have a release date for any of the three platforms, but Bethesda noted that exact timing will eventually be announced through its Fallout social media channels. Excited for Fallout 76? Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah, that's a, why do I keep, I keep getting a yeah from everyone? I mean, for me, it's because it comes out the day after Hitman 2, and I know what I'll be doing when <laughs> I'll be playing Hitman no, 2. No one cares about Hitman. I care about Hitman. Shut up, Fix. But let's be fair. Let's be real here for a second, Fix. Even if they have a beta, this is still, uh-huh. this is still a Bethesda game, which means yep. not only is the game itself going to be buggy as shit, but now it's going to be online. <laughs> so when you add that yeah. to a Bethesda game, it's not going to work on day one. It's not. I'm optimistic. 
I'm I'm not. I'm gonna say it is gonna work. Okay. Should we? Should we? Should did we you watch the Fallout seventy six? No, I've, I'm poor. Um, not money. Did obviously. you watch the Fallout seventy six uh, documentary? The Daniel Dwyer no stuff. No, I haven't watched the No Clip stuff yet. Ah, oh, dude, you have to watch it. I'm gonna. I really love. I really it. love No Clip documentaries. So it, he does such a good job, and they just talk about this game in a way that I'm like. This is exactly what I want. Oh, don't get me wrong. This is I'm exactly what I want. But super I do think it's going to have problems. Yeah. I do think it is going to have problems, especially the griefing situation. Because they're like, oh, there's a, there's, it's not really like you just go and kill people. It's more a challenge. And it's like, I'm like, what? Huh. I, don't, I don't get it. That doesn't make sense. Like, griefing. This is, yeah. The griefing is going to be the biggest problem in this game. 100%. 100%. But I am interested. Like, I am very interested to see it. Because like I've always thought, I would love to play like an Elder Scrolls or a Fallout with multiplayer, not an MMO like Elder Scrolls Online, but like the actual game itself, but with multiplayer. So I'm interested to see what that looks like when it comes out. Hmm. I just Me don't too. think it's gonna work <laughs> <laughs> for a couple of days. I remain optimistic. I do. Uh, Xbox Live's games with gold this month. You have Assassin's Creed Chronicle Russia from June 1st to June 30th. Yeah. You have Smite Gold Bundle from June 16th to July 15th. You have Lego Indiana Jones 2, uh, the new adventure from June 16th to June 30th. Uh, this is where we jump into Fix's Sack. If you want to email in, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Uh, email in. Look, there is so much to talk about right now. I'd love an email in about anything. E3 post e3 our favorite games that wasn't shown the xbox we need to hear you say it my xbox and me podcast at gmail.com gary should we jump into the email let's do it we can't we haven't got any ah you guys damn you we've just had e3 e3 has just happened and you're telling me none of you could think of something to email into the show not a i'm gonna check the emails one more time before we go off i'll do it live right now not a single email last when I checked this morning. Am I going to have to start sending emails in myself? Make loads the of fake accounts. The only email we got is from SoundCloud Pro telling us that I paid the bill to keep the podcast online. All right, that's good. That's it. Do you want to read that's that? That's all we got. I mean... <laughs> uh, dear MC Fixer, we received your payment for the month monthly Pro Ultimate plan because you have to have our notes yeah, to get on together, iTunes yeah. uh, you can also sign into your SoundCloud da- uh, download and in- download your invoice and review update or cancel your subscription at any time click here to go to the subscription page oh wow that's really cool so it's all in one place <coughs> like the one handy place that's really good but yeah no emails god damn so... you guys damn you yeah it sucks it sucks it, it hurts like even, not even just a list of like your favorite games from E3? Like we got nothing. We didn't get so easy. What they enjoyed, we didn't get. What did we enjoy? What was our most disappointing? What we did like? What we didn't? We got nothing. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Nothing. Like I'm shocked. I am <laughs> shocked. E3 happened and we got nothing. And I know what the people are gonna say, Gary. I Go know on. it's gonna be well, Fixer. You didn't put in the my Xbox and me Facebook group that we needed to email in. You've always got to email in. What, I'm done. what episode is this? 138. So it's like 138. 138 weeks, and you still and if you still need to be reminded, I mean, very disappointed. Very disappointed. Let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. What you got to? Play um, I'll be plugging the same thing for the next few weeks. It's the 24-hour charity live stream that I'm going to be doing on July 7th. If you head on over to JustGiving.com, 
slash words about games gb18 you can go and donate that would be lovely if you don't if you can't that's absolutely fine hope to see you in my live stream again that's on july 7th it'll be starting at 10 a.m and it'll be ending on 10 a.m on july 8th i'm gonna trump gary and say f his charity stream my birthday's this month save all your goddamn money july 20th Charity starts at home, Gary. I'm sorry. I mean, um, I'm chatting around. July 20th. <laughs> Twi- July 20th, guys. July 20th. You know what happens on July 20th. It's MC Fix's birthday. Let's get it on. You know what's going to happen. It'll be drunk, drunk it's stream. stream. I'm looking forward to it. I love you, drunk stream. As we always do, I'll be doing donations, shots, and sub shots. and There'll be a whole thing again, but I'm chatting shit. Go support Gary. July 6th. Charity. Seven. What's it for? What charity is it for? Special effects. It's for special effects. Seventh, you say. So. It's on the seventh. Yeah, July seventh. Seventh. It's a Saturday, but yeah, it's for special effects. So they make uh, they make custom uh, interfaces for kids and adults who who have disabilities, so they can like play games okay. or use technology. They help design the Xbox adaptive Xbox controller. Adaptive. Yeah. Did you see that thing cost us a hundred dollars? Uh, yeah. I, that was what shocked me. I, if you, I'm yeah. not gonna lie, it's That's super too much complicated money. for like like how to make these things. Like you should see some of the setups they've made. Like they're crazy. Oh, I totally understand, but that's so much money. That's what like this is that just to yeah, add on a little it. bit at the end here. Like that's the one thing I was really hoping they would have the cost at a decent price, and I get why it costs so much. But like I don't like the thought of penalizing someone because they're disabled and need something special that it means they have to pay out the budget yeah no a hundred dollars is really it's expensive. hard that's just that's just a lot of money for me yeah i mean i struggle oh. buying like affording regular controllers you know like it's, trust me trust me um yeah well thank you all for watching please email in my xbox and me podcast at gmail.com um if you want to follow Gary on Twitch, you can. It's twitch.tv slash words about games. Uh, if you want to follow him on Twitter, it is at Jeroblood. If you want to follow myself, it is at MCFixer. Um, other than that, uh, I will love you, leave you, and see you all. Oh, God damn, later. Bye bye, Gary. Bye bye.